Keep your hands off my lobby, boy. This is Best Pictures, the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. I'm Cody Lunsford, and I'm joined, as always, by... I'm Chad, and are you Major Gustav of the Grand Budapest Hotel in Nebelsbeth? Uh, no, I'm Mark. I'm Mark. <laughs> Great. Okay. They, is there a Mark in this movie? I don't no. Think so. Oh, okay. That okay. was just a part commit- we made up. He asks that question, are you... Monsieur, 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 Monsieur Gustave of the Grand Budapest Hotel in Nebel's bed. And then he goes, uh-huh. And then they ask him again in the next scene and he goes, uh-huh. And then they ask him again in the next scene and he goes, uh-huh. And they keep giving him things. It's the Society of the Keys, of the secret, of the hidden keys, the cross keys, the cross keys. The cross keys. keys. The Chotskys. Um... Yeah, we'll talk about that freaking yeah. later. Where we're we're gonna talk about Grand Budapest Hotel. Maybe that's my pick for the best movie of 2014. I'm skeptical. That's what, we, that's what we talk about on this podcast. Yeah, but every time we picked a Wes Anderson movie before, yeah, there's not been. Has everyone closed all the apps so that nothing? I'm opening happened. more, and I also ordered some apps from Applebee's to be delivered. So I'm I'm rocking since the last time we recorded an episode uh, on Wes Anderson. I want a yes. new laptop, and a new microphone. Now, don't forget, you got to have a Wes Anderson movie be successful oh, with Fantastic right. Mr. Fox. Yeah, I guess I was on this laptop at that point. But yeah. your last Wes Anderson. Yeah, which was I didn't do Moonrise Kingdom. Train movie. It would have been the Darjeeling Limited. Yeah, it's the train movie. I got to talk about that movie on Franchiseography, and then that episode also kept cutting in and out. So it's probably a nightmare to listen to. I haven't. Ah, uh, that was funny. It was fine. It, it uh, edited together well. Good. Yeah. I feel like there was a big chunk where I was frozen and they didn't know it because I came back and they were like, "Oh, we were just talking about the movie." <laughs> so it was, yeah. Oh well. Um, I turned mirror my video off on my screen, like when I first joined, so my background would make sense. And now it's fucked up. Yeah, now we, we never see a mirror image. That's just for you. Oh, yeah, the so. mirror image. We always just see, like, like Mark on your shirt. Uh, you are wearing a shirt that says Mathnasium. Does that look correct to you, or does that look backwards to you? Uh, backwards. Oh, that looks to correct us. to me. Oh, yeah. I didn't this know that's how Zoom, Zoom works. Yeah, Zoom does that all that work for us. Oh. So you don't need to do that. Crap. Well, that's why I did it. And now I'm seeing me how you guys see me, and it's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I turned that on for, for us, so. eight millisecond and was immediately like, uh-uh, I don't like that. Well, I can't yeah. figure out how to turn it I, off. I get like motion sickness because my head will move one way and I expect I the head to move the other way. Have, have you guys to, seen that thing on TikTok where you like play the filter or whatever and it's like it takes you and it's like falling and if you look yes. at it your brain will make you fall well i've seen the <laughs> the one of the of the like girl's mom who like steps into frame and she actually falls over yes because so it takes longer if you're kind of like aware of it but if you're yeah. just like hey mom come look at this and they start seeing it, and yeah. they're unaware of what's about to happen. They they will fall down. It's some weird brain. Shit. So welcome to Best TikToks, uh, yeah. the podcast where right. you talk about the best TikTok trends. I like PD USA. He's my favorite TikToker. I think he's the best TikToker. 
I don't have a favorite TikToker. I feel like that's a hmm. healthier place to be is not having Probably. a favorite TikToker. I spend 95% of my time on TikTok on the For You page. I follow a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, same. Me too. Just, I do see PDUSA a lot, but he's funny. Mostly just whatever comes. I've never heard of that person. He's got the really long hair and he does the skits where he talks no. to himself. There's like, I, 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 it's not freaking skit talk. I'm he had there a, for he had bits. a new one today as we're recording with his recurring character uh, who smokes a lot. What's that character named? Puff Sullivan. Puff Sullivan. That's his name. Yeah, so I mostly see like cheat codes for Lego Star Wars or Lego builds or like Disney World stuff. Because yeah. I think I may buy Legos. I like almost bought a Lego. You did buy Legos. You bought some Lego well, Muppets. I bought, min- I bought mini figures. Yeah, I bought okay. the Lego Muppets. I got Stellar yeah, Waldorf. I watch your Instagram stories. And Ralph. And when I opened Ralph, I did like scream because it's my favorite Muppet. <laughs> so like uh, Cody, I almost got great. you uh, a Lego set of Winnie the Pooh for your birthday for Christmas, but it was too well, expensive. The, that's fine. It probably was too expensive. Legos are Honestly, very expensive. Hearing this does make it easier to buy you uh, Christmas gifts. So yeah, I like I think I had in my hand like a $12, like three in one that could be like a lion or an ostrich or like a couple things. But I like mm-hmm. was already buying those mini figures. But I like I was telling could you do Olivia, like a half lion, half ostrich. No, nah, I mean, oh. if you were creative, you could. Um, I'm going to I'm going to make my virtual background a picture of a Lego set. And I would uh-huh. like you guys to guess how much it costs. Oh, that's okay. fun. Um, yeah. the the Legos that I may get. Oh, that's the Winnie the Pooh one. Mm-hmm. A little difficult to see because of the crop. I can't really see now. I get the idea. So you probably got ninety. I would four, say. Yeah, five mini figures. It's a pretty small build. I'm gonna think ninety is 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 a little high. I'm gonna guess seventy five. See, Cody has been pricing Legos more recently because it is yeah, ninety nine dollars. Yeah, yeah, Legos are so expensive. My I so seventy five dollars is also expensive for for that. Yeah, Leg- Legos oh, yeah. are crazy. Um, yeah. uh, that's why I was a Mega Bloks, especially any IP Legos. They're yeah, they're they're, they're definitely more. The There's some cool shit. I was, I was walking through the the aisles today, but. I think the thing I've convinced my wife that they, they've done this news. I'm sorry. You're going to need to either do a Harrison Ford voice or a Borat voice. My wife. Um, there you go. I they, don't care. I still don't care. But. So they've done this new line where it's like Lego, like flowers or like Lego bouquets or like Lego succulents. And they actually like look really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um so I think she like I'm gonna get one of those so I can display it because that's kind of the problem. Like if I had a house, I feel like I would buy more Legos. But now I'm like, where the fuck would I put any Lego build I do, or do I just tear it all down and put it back in the box? Like I don't know. I like um do not love having like uh like branded stuff around my house just mm-hmm. for like it's just not the aesthetic. Uh, so like I don't like having like Marvel or like you know I, I all of these properties that I love I just don't hang them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's very hard for me to buy Legos because they're all brands at this point, um, unless it's like just cops and robbers. But I have a NASA Lego, and I thought about getting. I love the little architecture Legos. Those are my favorite. Yeah, the they're architecture ones. I was going to say those are the cool. architecture so ones or the flowers have we seen. But also, recently. I saw a lion today. The lion was not branded. You just have to like go to a different aisle. The, at my Target, it was an aisle of IP Legos, and then an aisle of non-IP Legos. I just got the one aisle. Ah, uh, yeah. Anyway, 
That's uh, not the Lego store. Cody, speaking of what you've done recently, what have you seen in the movies recently? Uh, I went to a film festival. It was really good. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on those movies because a lot of them aren't out, but I just want to like highlight a couple titles um, to keep an eye out for because they're good movies. Um, one, Chad has mentioned before, The Civil Dead. I have no idea how or if that's ever going to be released, but it is yeah. good. It's a good movie. Um, it's yeah, funny. It's fun. Um, the other one I watch is Resurrection. That one will be released. It stars Rebecca Hall. Um, it has been acquired by Shudder, which worries me a little bit because I think the reaction is going to be, oh, I'm going to see a horror movie. And this is a movie that's very horrific and probably like it being in that genre isn't like so bad. But if you're expecting like a standard horror movie, it very much is not that um, slow burn, slow everything it's it's very good um and then i saw 892 which is a john boyega movie about a real story uh that happened in atlanta um where a guy held up a bank and it was a couple years ago where it happened and it's heartbreaking and really compelling um not sure i saw a movie like that that. it was called dog day afternoon and it's one of my favorite movies ever so it's a good movie yeah this one's less fun than dog day afternoon oh no yeah a, a famously fun movie Dog Day yeah 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 i know um it is fun i mean i'm not gonna say dog day afternoon is right fun. like there are moments of yeah. fun in that movie uh, not really chinos have a ball playing that guy. Yeah. um yeah don't know how that one's being distributed the only one i'm sure of is mm-hmm. resurrection uh and then the other movie i saw mark is going to talk about um but Speaking of Mark, when he was here last weekend, we saw everything everywhere all at once. Hey, um, Chad, we actually only saw it in one place the movie theater. Yeah, not a great theater either, but it was fine. (laughs) It's fine. Um, the the fucking screens, I get so mad at that AMC. Um, the the movie was good, I I liked it. I, I really love Daniel's. They're like, yeah, that's not, well, you need to call them. You can't call them the Daniels. They are Daniels. I know, they're Daniels. Oh, my Daniels. Uh, um, I, they're like some of my favorite upcoming filmmakers. I I mean, they've had two major releases now. Have they, have they done another movie that just wasn't a major release? Or is it really I just, think it's just those two? Yeah. Uh, I've loved both of them. I've loved Daniel S's solo outing with the death of Dick Long. Uh, this, they're they're fun, they're fun. I movies uh, that I've never seen anything like them before. They're great. Uh, well, um, I think that's my biggest hang up. But Mark told me that I shouldn't review people's reaction to the movie. I should just talk about the movie. But we that's saw a good it, rule to live by. It is a good rule to live by. It is hard for me. We saw it two weeks after people had started seeing it. So the buzz had definitely reached like a major mm-hmm. crescendo. Um, yeah. I think it's, I think it's pretty good. I think the heart in it, I really like. I, the mm-hmm. humor does not click with me at all. It is not really my sense of humor. No, it's if- I it's, was it's, cracking up like pretty constantly. There's moments that are funny, but then there's other moments where I'm like, okay. Um, so feels- when- Spoiler alert, but when the people are like fighting and they're trying to get the butt plugs, yeah, in their butts, not that funny to me. It's like so okay. funny. 
Mm. The, you put something in your butt. Oh, and it's it, butt plugs. It, yeah, and I it don't projects care. your brain because that random act is gonna push you to another dimension where you. I thought the. I thought the. I thought. I thought there was some other random acts that I did find pretty funny, but that one it just was like, okay, fine. I, I liked it so much. I, I liked the butt plugs. I more enjoyed the alternate universes. Yeah, and how too, strange yeah. they were. The hot dog fingers was great. Hot dog fingers, Rakakuni, mm. obviously. Rakakuni. The, the I think two rocks my favorite in the desert. Love yes. the two rocks. That's yeah. one of my favorite parts. I truly mm -hmm. like actually and, love that. And, and when I say like when I say one. this is a movie. When I say this is a movie that like I've never seen anything like it, I'm like mostly referring to that scene with the rocks, like the way that they were able to basically just use one still like three still images, a master shot and then a shot reverse shot and then text on the screen. And like I was in a pretty packed theater and we were like cracking up because it's a very funny movie that's just using these like very minimal, mm -hmm. like so impressive. Uh, but you were going to talk about another universe that you liked a lot. Yeah, the the movie Star Universe, I think, is the best one because mm -hmm. it's very shot like a like romantic drama, and I and yeah. I love that part of it. Like I, I I think the things that clicked are really good. I mean, it's a hyper referential movie. Like it's mm -hmm. fully a movie that could kind of only be made now. It's like fascinated mm -hmm. with other pieces of media, which in ways is yeah. exhausting to me. Because I, I, huh. everything's referential right now. Um, but, but I don't think it's referential in a Deadpool break the fourth wall way. No, but it right. still is like inherently just like using the language of other movies but I, to tell the story. And I like, I still think that even if you don't, like, I think that there are some referential things where like if you don't get the reference, you don't understand what they're talking about. Oh, but totally. In, no, in yeah. this, that is not the case. Like, yeah, I have not fully... seen In the Moon for Love, but I understood right. that Hong Kong. That, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I don't disagree. You fully can follow it without those, but I just, mm -hmm. it is doing that. It feels like, it, it, I mean, it's a it's a Tarantino thing, but for the modern age, right? Like it, it's doing yeah. a lot of those it's, uh, similar millennial things. Tarantino. Yeah. And it's, yeah. and like it, Tarantino, it's going to be a little mix for me. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I mean, I it, four stars. it seems like yes. it like really worked for you in this movie. Again, like Mark you're, made you're getting trapped the, in this, like, let's say bad things about the movie thing. Like you uh, liked it. Mark, like, <laughs> Mark said this about Thor Ragnarok earlier, where because I have, I I'm like mixed on some parts of it. It makes it sound like I don't like the movie. You're, well, it's because you're focusing on what gives you four stars and not four and a half stars. Right. Uh, because everyone I am friends with, other than Mark, um, is but like five stars. No it's one on the podcast has talked seen. about why it's five stars and it's the greatest thing they've ever seen, except Chad likes it. Chad, but. no, Chad totally did. He said it's unlike anything he's ever he, seen. He had two sentences. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought it's it also been good. longer since I saw it because I got to see an earlier screening. So it's not as yeah. fresh. I just, I had a blast and I recommend it to like, not everybody. It's not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. But it's for the specific person, it's a it's a pretty good cup of tea. Yeah. I, I think that first of all, there are not many movies that look like this for $25 million. Yeah. Um and, yeah, I'm not sure how they did that. Oh, well, it's like well, very few locations, not a lot of huge mm -hmm. movie stars. Mm -hmm. Um, like the second most famous person in this is Harry Jimmy Slate, maybe Harry Shum Jr. Oh, maybe Jenny Slate. No, um, you morons. It's Jamie Lee Curtis. 
Oh, oh yeah, right. she is the most, second most famous person. Um, maybe the we're agreeing that Michelle famous. Yeoh is the most famous. Yeah, probably probably the first most famous Eugene Lee Curtis. I yeah, I think Jamie Lee is probably the first most famous. Um, but Yeoh. it's yeah. it's like not a lot of big names, not a lot of locations. Yeah, it's mostly uh, in one building and a very small FX team mm-hmm. that worked their ass off. And the effects were amazing. Everything looked really good. They never really went for like the blockbuster look mm-hmm. uh, everything everything was more grounded probably because it had to be but also because i think daniels are less interested in like figuring things out in post like they just they want to have like an animatronic raccoon yeah. on set and they want to have uh well it's because like they, really they, good like choreographed martial arts uh sequences they they can't go back and refilm this because they can't get yeah. their cast back because they don't have that kind of like studio right. power yeah yeah, yeah totally. um I just think that like this, this even if it's not your favorite movie in the world, I think that this movie is definitely a movie worth uh, celebrating because maybe if people talk about this enough, another movie with this kind of ambition and this mm-hmm. low of a budget will be made. One's coming um, out this week from the same distributor. It just is way different in genre and tone. Are you talking about The North Man? It, uh, yeah, it's yeah. a huge, it's a big budgeted A24 like blockbuster movie. I'm mm-hmm. not saying big budget, I'm saying small budget, like... Yeah, well, okay, but big budget for A24. Yes, like, no. Everything Everywhere All at Once is big budget for A24, as is Northman. Everything Everywhere All the Time is literally a, th- a third of the budget of the Northman. Wait, um, really? Northman yeah. got that much? It's 70 to 90, according to Wikipedia. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Tear and everything is 25. So, like, yeah. I think that people just aren't making movies for this cheap and i think everywhere is about to like make its budget back no it, it is yeah it I just mean, went... it did, it's doing better than ambulance well yeah um ambulance pretty good, uh, DOA, step up so. swiss army man had a three million dollar budget to step up to 25 that's yeah that's fun it has not made its budget back time. yet but it just it like gained almost a thousand theaters the past year the past week so it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it'll big get there. indie hit. Um, um, it's great. Yeah, I mean, is there also a part of me that heard an interview, um, and one of the Daniels said that he doesn't like movies and that make me mad? <laughs> yeah, that also happened because <laughs> I find that an annoying take of like, oh no, I don't. I make movies, but I don't actually like movies. It's well, like, what did he right, mean by up. that? Because I mean, this. No, he says which, he doesn't it, really watch movies. He says he doesn't really watch movies. He didn't say he hated movies. He said he didn't watch movies. And I don't know. I, I just am a, such a, like, more... I mean, that can, mean a, that can still mean a lot of things. It can mean he's, like, very selective with what he watches, which I can, like, respect. But I don't know. I believe that, in being a student, a student of cinema. Like my boys link. Marty and Stevie. I also think that in a directing pair, you can split duties where one is more like, <laughs> more cinematic and the other one is worried about the more like uh yeah. technical or whatever because if i mean if he's saying i don't like movies i just like making things look weird it's like okay well the other one can make it into a movie and you can just make the little stunts or whatever yeah like that's fine i'm not lights camera jackson about it okay i still think it's pretty good <laughs> I Does Lights like, Cameron Jackson not like this movie? Oh yeah, he you're not on like Twitter. It. He fucking hated it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, he like really hated it. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of everything, everywhere, all at once. 
my mother always said, if you can't say nothing nice, then say nothing at all. So book smart. Good bit. Good I mean, bit. It's really to, funny. Like it's such it mm, it's such a good bit it's for really something funny. I disagree with so much. It's so funny. I'm trying yeah. to find his review. Yeah, Chad should know about his review, actually. Okay. Um, um I can't find the the tweet anywhere. I'll find I'm it. not gonna go to his Twitter, but it's stupid. Um, Chad, what did you see in the movies recently? I guess we're doing Fantastic Beasts and where Dumbledore keeps his secrets for me. Yeah. Uh, Everybody's talking about everybody's talking about a movie they were more mixed on than other people on the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. So I I like this movie. Yeah, I like it. I like all three of the Fantastic Beasts movies. I think the second one is the slump of the three so far. And Bitch, I you still, gave that four stars. I'm going to slap you. Yeah, I was in a different mood then than I am now. We weren't in a pandemic yet. I don't know. I'm harder on movies now sometimes. Okay. Uh, but every time I go to the movies and see these movies in the middle, and when I'm watching it, I'm like, yeah, I'm having a good time. I yeah. like it when there's... I agree. I like that there's a Pokemon trainer in the wizarding world who collects little creatures and he loves them dearly, even the scary ones. I love yeah. that. I love I think him. This is where we're about to disagree. I, I also like that, but continue. I love Newt. I am so paint. I love Jacob. Jacob is fun. I like that there's uh -huh. a muggle in these movies now, and that's fun. I also like that he didn't actually have magic, which I thought they were going to give him magic in the trailer, and they yes. don't. Yeah, Wait, what was, was the one for? It's, it's uh, just a distraction. Yeah. And like oh. the time you, you see it, seen it use yet, magic. Right? He's not going to. Okay. Um, I'll see it on Grindel, yeah, yeah. Grindelwald can kind of see into the future, but it's like hazy. Yeah. So they just do a lot of random shit to throw him off. Fun. It's good. It's, is like a, a, a good it's like bit. a heist movie. Like that's yeah. why I think this one's like, so good. And I think that like for part of the movie and even up until the end, there's elements of it where like, I feel like it needed one more pass where it, they're, well, they're no kidding there. Yeah. Yeah. They're, so close to doing the kind of story you would find in the Harry Potter series where it's like a mystery, like Dumbledore has a plan and we're slowly unraveling, but like it didn't quite because they they like team back up again halfway through the movie and we're like, well, we didn't make any progress. So yeah, the plan's gone do, nowhere. I know, but I like that. They, the, they the, come together. The and end like, plan, though, the end the plan is very is good. good. The end plan is yeah. good. But I really like that in the middle, they come together and they were like, okay, cool. We did all that shit, Dumbledore. And he's like, yeah, it didn't work. Things yeah, are way worse now. We're, we're, yeah. Like, that's cool. It was a fun like, escalation, yeah. I, I kind of like um, that. And so the stuff I don't care about, which I is do. like the freaking bloodline of famous wizards. It just feels a little too like, oh, you're a Palpatine kind of. Maybe I'm just too jaded from Rise of Skywalker. And that like, is why. And just Star Wars in general being so obsessed with bloodlines. And that well, feels you like remember, doing that if you remember, I got so pissed off at the end of the second one when it was yeah. revealed that he was a Dumbledore. And in this one, because I've had four years to set, sit with it. Yeah. I just was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I don't care. Well, it was just, it's, it, they chose the most convoluted, and like, I get this is a full spoiler conversation, I guess. They chose the most convoluted and like long winded way of saying, oh, Ab Aberforth Dumbledore had a son. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> like, I don't care. We spent like two and a two, not two and a half hours, like, we spent so, like an hour and a half of this movie saying, he is 
a Dumbledore. You belong in this family before they See, like got I, to I just, I don't the, even like, think yeah, that, this is who he is. That <laughs> like feels... it's just, and once you get it, it's like, oh, okay, cool. I don't so the, see the kid I, I is think... is the are the main Dumbledore's nephew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so he's I'm sorry, he's the magician's yeah, he's, nephew. Yes, yeah, so he's, he's the magician's, the magician's nephew. nephew. Yeah, see, Albus like, is his name. I hear you, but yeah. I actually don't think the movie really focuses on credence much at all in this movie, and that's every fine moment me. that it does. I'm mad though. No, <laughs> like, I don't this know. Is I don't care. This is stupid. I, I also like don't like Ezra Miller at all because he's a bad. No, nah, he's not very good. But Mads Mikkelsen. The minute he shows up, I got so pissed because mm-hmm. you are just like, well, this fucker should have been Grindelwald the whole time. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so clearly. I didn't know they were still doing the eyeball thing until like halfway through the movie. I know it's way subtler than it was. And his hair is way version. subtler. But yeah. like, it's supposed to be. Uh, just that his eyes are different colors. Yeah. And, oh. Yeah. Um, the. the well, if you watch so, the crimes of Grindelwald, the, you can the, see I, the idea of Grindelwald is like he's supposed to be like this, like charm. You're supposed to a yeah. believe that Dumbledore fell in love with him, which was yeah. impossible in the Johnny Depp version. I truly was like, what and the like, fuck, dude. And then he's the, supposed to be a charming like leader of men yeah. and like kind of like wizards, not of wizards, and like subtly like starts mm. pulling because he's playing on like the xenophobia and, and stuff like and that. And narratively, it perfect narratively in crimes of grindelwald they were doing that and i think some elements of that worked like just narratively the thing that happens is he's so charismatic that he's even able to convince someone who reads minds right to choose his side like narratively that's so correct yes yeah but the problem is it's johnny but he looks like a weird monster (laughs) yeah performance mads mickelson truly looks like he's there you're like floop oh i get why he's swaying people and like yeah, a lot of criticism was given because, like, you know, this movie is pretty not explicit in like the porn sense, but it is like very. Oh, he's clear. gayer. He's gayer he's, than he's ever been. <laughs> like he says, he's gay. He says he fell in love with Grindelwald. A key moment, like, happens where they don't kill each other because they are filling on each other's chest and they like remember. And so yeah. a lot of people were like. Oh well, if the the China if for China the China audience if they can cut like six seconds of the movie, then it's obviously not actually doing anything. And it's like, yeah, but it takes one second to say I'm gay, two seconds to say I fell in love, and then that completely mm-hmm. colors the rest of the movie. Like it is. Yeah. Key is that to what the they're doing thing. in the Chinese market? Is they're just cutting those scenes? Yeah, they're cutting the line. Yeah that line at the those two lines at the beginning they're not cutting when they hold each other's chest which is wow, very much that's a the more moment. that's the gayest thing that happens in the movie is when they're touching yeah. each other's chests and they like remember how they felt like i so get the criticism but yeah it, it does little moments in movies but it's also like impact the rest of movies and it's also like yeah they need to make money and that's shitty and the world sucks for it but like yeah they need this movie know. to make money overseas. I don't know. I just, um, I, so I think he, there were people saying I, that it didn't have a sight unseen, that it, obviously the gay representation wasn't there if they didn't cut it, and they're wrong. It's very much in the yeah, movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it colors the, the whole movie for sure. Like, this is just, yeah. it's a man who's torn because he loves another man. Yep. And that's like narrative. That I is think the, the movie would be. The movie. Con- 
if it were censored, it would be confusing. It'd be like, what's Why the motivation? Why do care about this idiot yeah. so much? Yeah, it's exactly. a good movie. I like it. Chad said yeah. it. It's that- fine. I like half of it, and then uh, you part really of it, want I'm just it to like, be a Pokemon catching movie, and I don't because literally, Pokemon catching is boring. <laughs> no, it's so fun. I love and when he's got. They animals. go to Wizard UN, Chad, and they they're picking a new leader of the UN. It's good. did we Mark know that Wait, the Wizarding good. World had a singular leader before this movie? <laughs> no, and guess what? I don't give a fuck because now I'm very interested <laughs> in the way they choose them yeah. is buck wild. I love wizard politics. It, so, so and, um, okay, can I get back to my question? Yes. Do they address that it's Mads, not Johnny Depp? Is it like apologies nope, no. thing? Nope. They just nope. fully just. This and, is Grindelwald. Yeah. In comes Grindelwald. And like is the it, first scene of the movie. Do you guys ever think about the fact that there's been three yes. Grindelwald movies yes. and three actors? Yep. Yes, and I do. do you want mm-hmm. them to have a fourth and the fourth? I kind of no. do. I kind of want them to change it again. Because <laughs> Mads, Mads is Mads like is they so arrive good. at the right one. Yes. He, they well, but Colin was also the right one. So, uh, he, well, he was like a polyjuice thing. It was a different thing. Yeah, um, but he was good. So, he's American. He's fine. So, uh, that one thing problem. I noticed the about this movie, Johnny Depp, who is also an American. One thing I noticed about this movie, and then this will be my last thought, and we need to move on to Mark's movie. Well, I also have the, one more thought, but go ahead. Is the climax of the movie can be summed up. Uh, it, there's this creature called a chillin, and when he bows in front of someone, he it means he likes them. They're pure of um, heart. They're pure of heart. So it's like, and it can look into your soul. So, so long story short, Grindelwald has manipulated this chillin to bow in front of him. He actually so manipulates cli- a different chillin, which was like a dead one, but yeah. So the climax of the movie can be summed up in three words, chillin like a villain. Four words. That's funny, I guess. The, if I had the, a Twitter, I would have tweeted that by now, but this is my only avenue to, to share jokes like that. The thing I will say is this is the first movie where it seems from behind the scenes report and it's on screen credit. It at least got rewritten yeah, it's it's J.K. Rowling and this other writer r- have screenplay credit based on a screenplay by just J.K. Rowling. So, so it was fully rewritten. Oh, that that's what I was going to say. Credited to a writing team. Co-writers, right. So it, may, it, it sounds like it was fully rewritten. Yeah. On screen, it makes it sound like it was co-written, but it seems like it was completely rewritten, which is so mm-hmm. fucking abundantly clear because this is fucking structured like a movie for the first yeah. time. Because the other two have, they feel like books. The first like, one feels like a full movie. Man, the end drags so long, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's the Creedence stuff. Like, if it were just a movie about animals on the loose in New York and we gotta get up all the animals, that's a good movie. Creedence yeah, is good in the is. first one. I liked Creedence. The, I, I think but, that his... Plot line in the first one was was very I think good. It's pretty good. Yeah, I also like th- they maybe should have had a catch creatures in New York movie, but also a Dumbledore fighting Grindelwald movie is also very cool. It's just yeah. combining both. Should be two movies. Yeah. Everything that happened movies. in this movie should have been combined into it should have been this should have been the second movie. Because like yes. thinking about the crimes of Grindelwald, it's kind of the movie where not a lot happens. No. Well, Grindelwald all. does some crimes. Barely. <laughs> ones you know the cries. all right so hold on we're still we're still waiting we're still waiting for grindelwald and dumbledore to have their duel they're fine but, final. but mark needs to talk about dual that's good that's good uh i watched duel 
um, mainly because I knew Cody was going to see it and I was worried that he was going to put it on the list. So I was like, I better go ahead and watch this in theaters. And then I didn't put it on the list. And then you didn't put it on the list because it's not very good. Um, it's fine. I don't know. It's Chad fine. Will the, hate I it. think that the premise oh, okay. is, I think the premise is really interesting. The premise is that in this like near future society, you can, if you know you're going to die soon, you can have a clone made and the clone basically like learns about you. And when you die, it takes over your life. So this girl finds out she's going to die. She has like this disease. It's going to like 98% chance of death. She gets this clone. She's like a sad sack. Like doesn't talk to anyone. Like is like in a long distance relationship. It seems like gets this clone. Her clone like falls in love with her boyfriend is a better daughter to her mom. And this then she finds out living with yourself. The Netflix show with. Well, well, she finds out that she's not going to die and legally they are not allowed to both exist. So they have to have a duel to huh? the death. Yeah. So they're like, they're like, okay, in a year you have to fight to the death. Yeah, I, I think I got everything out of this plot in Living With Myself, which was a pretty good Netflix show. Did you guys watch that? No. No. It's Paul um, Rudd and Paul Rudd and they're both Too much great. TV. Um, Wait, too much TV. Too much Paul Rudd TV. Yeah, watch there's one Paul Rudd TV. There's nope. also a Shrink show on Apple TV, door, which I also. Oh yeah, watch. I forgot about Shrink Next Door. Yeah, I didn't I watch, watch that. Yeah. I also um, need to watch Severance. Severance is good. I, I've been watching that. I need to. Yeah. I need to watch Severance. The um, it's Adam Scott, not Paul Rudd. I know. The, I know it's not Paul Rudd. Okay. I know it sure. comes from the twisted mind of Ben Stiller. It's just directed by Ben Stiller. He didn't write it. It's still from yeah. his twisted mind, though. Uh, yeah, sure. So. Here's the thing about this movie. Yeah. You I Why I've Chad never would hate it. I've never written a screenplay. But I feel like if I was to write a screenplay, I would like kind of get the structure of it down by like having all of my characters say like really kind of like stand-in lines. Um so never this, went for a second pass. All the stand-in lines. It feels very Just, here like, is what I am feeling and accomplishing in the scene, that kind of stuff. It's it's I actually mean, basically a it's a it's a directorial choice more so. It's, oh, it um, is. It's he wants all the lines to be hyper stilted. Yeah. In kind of a, remember how much you hated killing of a sacred deer, Chad? Yeah. Because they didn't sound like real people or act like real people, that sort of thing. Yeah. This one, they're like acting like real people. And like the, it's so weird because the performances when they're not talking are so good. But then anytime they deliver lines, it feels so line ready, but like it's a deliberate choice. Yeah. It it definitely didn't work for Mark. It did it not worked, work for me. It didn't mm. work for me either, but I think I liked other parts a little See, more. I think a stilted it, that dialogue, this isn't just me trying to segue to Wes Anderson, but a stilted dialogue works for me in like a quirky, like stylized movie rather than like a grim dark movie. Uh, like I don't know, like Killing of a Sacred Deer and this. I love both, that movie, though. Both to me seem like they're like I don't know, and I, I this I, is just from what I you're feel like about the show. I'm trying still, to, I can't find words. The way still to dialogue should improve a movie is like the movie we're about to talk about, Killing of a Sacred Deer, are both movies that like have a weird or like have a un- otherworldly feeling to them. Yeah. Where it's like killing of a sacred deer. It's like, why are these Definitely people so weird? Yeah. And yes. then there's the twist of like, oh, because this one kid is doing something kind of fucked up. Yes. And, you know, 
Wes Anderson movies are like hyper stylized visually as well. And Killing yeah. of a Sacred Deer is also hyper stylized visually uh, mm-hmm. in a very different way. This wasn't I, really that like, and and it's like visually different than like a yeah. normal like art like not, indie movie because like you not certainly really. have a lot of that bad, in like the lobster kind of, uh, as well. But the lobster works for me because it's just clearly like another world where like you turn into an animal if you can't fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so it's um, the yeah. other difference is like the dialogues and the the dialogue in those examples. Like it is weird and doesn't sound like how people would normally talk but there's still like performance there to some degree even if it mm. is like they don't they don't they acted they act like they're talking like the their mannerisms match their weird speech and for duel and karen gillum again there's something about her that is so compelling like when she's not talking but she's huh. kind of a hard actress for me anyway most of the time whether or not she's good i think she's great as nebula because she's playing someone who like basically robot yeah yeah but so having her be your lead and then also doing that like and yeah again like mark said it, it sounds like they're saying it but it's weird shit and like a weird manner of speaking whereas this feels like everything is red it's so it doesn't I, work it doesn't part work of me, me in the first half of the movie i was like okay well maybe her clone is gonna show up and will act normal and you'll be like oh it's weird how the clone is normal and the original is a fucking weirdo and well, that, that does that not happen yeah yeah also the twist at the end is stupid okay. it's kind of it's kind of mm. fun i don't know um so the grand budapest hotel yeah this is my pick for the best movie of 2014. Did you guys like it? Yeah. You both bumped up your letterbox ranking. Oh, so it was better than I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Really I remember movie. being very confused. Yeah. I think like at first glance, because like you start on characters that you don't spend a whole lot of time with. You just keep going further back and it takes a while to get back in time. Yeah, the frame story's kind of pointless. I disagree, but it. I think it's, it's maybe one little... level too many. Mm, I still disagree about that. I don't know. I think there's something fun to it. Like, I mean, the outer level is like a total runtime of a minute. So, like, no, yeah, I agree, but it. It's I not just a big like, deal. Yeah, we and don't it, need that. It still, it it moves me in the sense that like, there's layers to like this special story and this special place uh living on through uh memory and then through art like it lived on through this book and then like it still lives on through this girl reading uh she's reading like a a memoir of the author i think i don't think she's reading his book about the book because like we 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 go back in time twice we go back in time to the author talking about writing and then we go back to him younger when he writes the book. Yeah, so it starts uh, with a girl going to a grave and reading his book. Then it cuts yeah. to the, the guy reading his book. Then it cuts to the guy writing his book. And then it cuts to the story. Yeah. Um, I like Jude Law. In my memory, Same. it went, it wasn't just like an egg like that where like it folds in on itself and like yeah. where it goes in and then it comes out. I, for some reason, I thought that it like went in and then went back to the 60s and back to the 30s and back to the 60s. I think that I was just like much younger, probably on my phone more. And 
Like this, I, mean, is, I think that's this the. It does go back to it does go back to Jude Law a couple. Yeah, times. it does do that, but it, but doesn't, it doesn't go, go back to the, the older out. the older Jude Law. Yeah, but uh, they they yeah. they don't when it goes back to Jude Law, they don't do anything other than like show their face talking. Yes, exactly. Yeah, they yeah. don't yeah, like just, go out. This is more of Zero telling his story. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, I also this was like the third Wes Anderson movie I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, which now that I know. Yeah, his stick like can be distracting easier. if you aren't totally sure what you're getting into. Yeah, it was it was the yeah. third Wes Anderson movie I'd seen in the second live action after uh, Moonrise Kingdom. So yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. want to hear my? Awful I've never seen an inside Chad, movie that Chad's gonna murder me for. I mean, I listen. It'll take a lot for me to murder you at this point. Yay! Um, I like this movie a lot. Yeah, I like it so much. In fact, I do think it is like the best distillation of wes anderson Mm -hmm. i think it's his formal masterpiece i think it's like yes the like technical definition of a masterpiece yes i Mm -hmm. agree like that this is his um (laughs) but i think what i realized watching this one is now that i've seen this one i no longer feel the need to see any other movie he's done he's going to do listen you you say i'm going to kill you i it'd be would it be weirder if I like kind of agreed with you? Yeah. Like, because like, since this movie, he's put out just Isle of Dogs, two. which I don't like. Isle really of Dogs and The French Dispatch. The French Dispatch is quite good. And Isle of Dogs, I think, is fine, but it's certainly not. It's it's such a weird follow up to this movie. Isle of Dogs is mean spirited in a weird way that I don't like. Mm. I remember very little of it, but I think it's yeah. interesting to me that he like basically went to a whole different continent. I know that Japan is on the same continent as India, which is where his train movie was set. But it is like he's going to a culture he has not looked at before. It's almost being like, okay, well, I did my thing. Let's see what else there is to do. And his next one is maybe space, but we don't really know. Look, if his next thing is sci-fi, then Cody, your take I will watch it. Yeah, that's the Mm -hmm. thing. It's like, I agree. Like if he has another movie about white people in Europe, then it's like- Well, like the trailer for French Dispatch came out. Yeah, the trailer for French Dispatch came out and I was like, yeah, I feel like I accomplished this with Grand Budapest. I understand it's different and Mm -hmm. people do say it's good, but the like- You haven't seen that one? Nope. The the okay. urge in me to see it is like not there because Cody, I there, mean, if you, there if is you a hand drawn an, hand drawn animated segment in that oh, that you should watch. It's so good. If you have a free night, I mean it's on HBO Max now. Like give it a watch. But like yeah, I refuse. I will only watch okay. it once it moves to Disney Plus. The other thing, Cody, is that you can <laughs> is watch it moving it like, to Disney Plus. It, I mean, it's a searchlight movie. I guess so. Like, yeah. It could. It, it either Hulu H- or Disney HBO Plus. probably just bought the the streaming rights. So put no, it no, no, no. It's still part of channel. it's still part of the twentieth deal that hasn't run out yet. Okay. Uh. Well. <laughs> anyway, you should watch like a TV show, where you watch a segment Ooh, every night. Interesting. I honestly I think you should have but... made it a TV show. It had more uh, episodes. Would have been good. A Wes Anderson TV better. show sounds interesting to me. Yeah, I wish he would play around. There's there's a few filmmakers I really wish would play around in the TV space. I think like I'd watch the hell out of a Richard Linklater show, a Wes Anderson show. I'd uh, Richard Linklater making a show may get me to watch a Richard Linklater movie. His new movie is very good. God, it looks like butthole though. Um, I, 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 I like the style of it. It's I hate that rotoscope look so much. Um, it is not just one style. David Similar Lynch to... should make a TV show. He already did. Hey, that's no, he a didn't. movie. That's no, a it's movie. a movie. 
Like he has never made a TV show. No, actually, Cody the no, first. He made two, he made two seasons shows. of Twin Peaks. He made two se- TV seasons. He made two of the seasons 90s. of Twin Peaks, and yeah. the other thing that's equal length is not TV. Yeah, that that's one's a, movie. a movie. Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay, okay, got it, got it. Just okay. Yeah. Now, no, I mean, no. you, if you're gonna have like a bit about how season three of Twin Peaks is a is a movie, at least be consistent and say that the first two aren't also. Are, yeah, no one is saying that. No one is saying that, even though like you know it's the same story and like also yeah whatever anyway you just uh, don't get it it's like for smart people so like yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. it it's just so good that it actually like would piss me off if somebody called it tv i would get really mad so yeah that's why that's why it movie uh i didn't see a single commercial break so (laughs) that's what tv is is when there's commercial breaks so do you somehow have ad supported netflix yeah really confused yes so when you watch Stranger Things, there's ads. There's ads. No, I just I pause I mean, and pull back things, to my phone. Stranger Things is just an ad for Hot Topic. That I mean, at this point, <laughs> that feels pretty fucked up. That's just good. <laughs> that that's a good show, but it, it is just like yeah, all the outfits you see these characters wear, go buy them at Hot Topic now. Go buy them at Hot Topic. All of the TV yeah. shows, all of the books they read, Stephen King ads. Yeah, that's uh, true. Freaking, Why isn't freaking there new Coke? Want to try new Coke from the eighties? We, I did. We're, we're bringing it back sure, out. Sure. I ordered it. Yeah, me too. Um, it was good. It was, it was good. Yeah, it's like pretty good. Um, it tastes like Pepsi. It does. That's why it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, why is no theme park like bought up Stranger Things rights? Yeah, that's I don't know. Like Universal has done the Horror Nights yeah, with horror Stranger nights. Things, but they hadn't done like a. Maybe they're just wondering to see if they'll stick the landing and like if it'll still be. Well liked. I don't know. Like they years. sell Fantastic Beast merch. Like he's going fucking out of style. So like, well, it is. It is um, the enough. the Stranger Things waiting for it to end is going to take three years because yeah, I know. it's going to have a hundred seventy minute episodes before it's over. Right. Um, Liv and I, when we were at Universal, we were looking at the wands, and believe it or not. The Fantastic Beast ones are the better ones. <laughs> like they're I really like Jacob's. Designs. Jacob's wand is cool. Jacob is cool, but like Nicholas Flamel has a really cool wand, and Queenie has a cool like mm-hmm. it looks like a shell at the end. Anyway, besides yeah. the point. So nerds. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Wes Anderson. Yeah, uh, the Wes Anderson theme park where you get to stay at the Grand Budapest Hotel and eat Mendels. Actually, I think I would like it at a theme as a theme park. Yeah, eating uh, Mendels. Just, but there would inexplicably just be fucking dead animals everywhere, which would piss me off. You know what? I don't think I would go. Because I can't <laughs> imagine a worse person than like the people that would be gravitated to the Wes Anderson theme park. Yeah, no kidding. Chad, <laughs> this is Chad, the worst Chad, you know grouping that I, of people. Chad, you know that I love you so much. Oh, if I we went to a Wes Anderson theme park, and like I had to run to the bathroom and I came back out, I would lose you. I would have no idea where he like I, I would lose I where's Chad? I can't tell. Like I don't know where he is. The thing is that like what it's I was at Disney with Cody this last weekend. Um and it's All so funny. Parts one day. It's so funny to me how realistic the Star Wars park is. 
Yeah. If you assume you're at a Star Wars park where a bunch of people in Disney merch somehow showed up in the Star Wars, <laughs> Star Wars universe, like, can you imagine it is like, a weird... being in the Grand Prix de Bust Hotel and like all of these techy ass <laughs> tourists are walking around? Yeah, yeah. that, would, that, that actually would make it worth it. Budapest. You would have to put on a costume to get into each individual area because, like, uh-huh. going from the Grand Budapest to the Royal Tenenbaum's house, you have to like change out. You have to change out 30s clothes and put on your tracksuit. Well, like at Galaxy's Edge, you will see the people who like are either definitely doing galactic star cruiser so they're like fully like dressed in the bit or the people who are like cosplaying and dressed and it's funny that the reaction isn't like i have a little bit of a reaction of like oh that's cool and then but i also often have the reaction of like come on man it's hot what are you doing (laughs) like it's so hot here so the grand budapest hotel (laughs) yeah yeah it's a movie it's already gone through the plot right not really how about that cast though Okay, alumni and are we doing that already? <laughs> no. We're at the end, right? I uh, no. I get a little mad at the cast. I Why? don't know. It's, 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 it's not cast. a real it's not a real anger, but I'm kind of like, okay, cool. All these names are on the poster, and then somebody like walks by for two seconds, and I'm like, right. All right. Well, like when Lucas Hedges shows up for like half a second, yeah. and I was like, oh, there's him. <laughs> well, yeah. it's like baby Lucas Hedges. I know. Too. Like he's not like the star. He hadn't been in like. That uh, is a uh, his dad. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 well, he well, was in Moonrise no. Kingdom, too. Yeah, it's 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 called mm-hmm. he was in Moonrise Kingdom. Mm-hmm. OK, OK, fair enough. And Wes loves his actors. He loves to cycle through them over and over. Yeah. He finally um, met some black people, so maybe we'll see more of those. <laughs> He finally ran into one. Yeah, he finally ran into like one. Like he, I've never, I've never met one of you. And then he was like, "Okay, I'll cat." Like, okay. The thing is that he grew up in Texas, so there has not been a Mexican in any of his movies. Oh well. Let me think about that. Has there not been? Oh, there. I think there was in Bottle Rocket. Oh, you're right. The the criminal. (laughs) I I was going to say one of the people. One of the people like cleaning the hotel. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's it's never perfect. It's never yeah. perfect. Yeah, but anyway, he he has, he has movies about white people. That's that's, uh, that's his thing. Can, whatever. They're, they're, he has movies charming. about white people, and he has a movie set in India about white people. <laughs> about white people. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Movie set um, in Japan about dogs. Yeah, about dogs. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, listen, a million filmmakers only make movies about white people. I mean, yeah, like Steven Spielberg. Yeah. He made one movie about black people. We've talked about this before. <laughs> Actually, he made a couple because there's Amistad and the color purple. And that's two. And West Side Story is about Puerto uh, Ricans. Okay. Puerto Ricans. Yeah. I'm not saying. And he's you've perfect. got Jews in Schindler's List, but yeah. One, he's also one every, Jewish. One every decade. <laughs> he's Jewish. That's different than like Caucasian. It's not different than Caucasian. It's different than like European white. Anyway, it is different than Caucasian. It's not different than right. white. Well, I, I don't know. Was fucking it up. Cancel we it. don't know. <laughs> How many Sikhs have been in Steven Spielberg movies? Because I count two, but played by the same actor in Wes Anderson movies. <laughs> I think he's actually been in a couple more. But um. Anyway, I was actually, I was actually this. thinking, like, I, I was actually thinking more about like Noah Baumbach and like Greta Gerwig though. Barbie, that's got a pretty diverse cast. Does which it? Which was interesting. Yeah, it does. Okay, cool. 
Um, I can't remember anybody who's in it now other than Margot Robbie and the girl who looks like Margot Robbie. Did I tell you about that? Yeah, yeah, you told me about that. I'm convinced that they're both going to be be playing Barbie. Yeah, I think totally. I think, well, I think Margot Robbie is the old model getting kicked out. Oh, and then Emma's the like I I don't think that that casting is an accident. And so who's the, so Will Ferrell was added to the cast. There's an older, a little, there's an older, not like old woman, but someone like Will Ferrell's age also in the cast. Rhea Perlman. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. I will tell you the cast. Emma Mackey, Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, Simu Liu, Will Ferrell, Michael Sarah, Kate McKinnon, America Stop. for, stop. I think Kate McKinnon and Will Ferrell are even older models of Barbie who got uh, kicked out longer ago. Uh, that's interesting. I think, no. Isn't Will Ferrell announced Will Ferrell. the CEO of something? Yeah, he's the CEO of oh, Mattel. He's yeah. the CEO of Mattel. Okay, well, no, yeah. he's CEO of a company that may or may not be Mattel. <laughs> right. Um, America Ferreira, Alexandra Ship, Emerald Fennell, who she, wrote could have been a Barbie freaking uh she could she could have been a Barbie and then Issa Rae and Kingsley been a deer uh cool so yeah pretty diverse yeah. cast for yeah. fucking Barbie yeah you no know, like you, you wouldn't have expected it anyway um Wes Anderson who's in so his next Rafe Rafe Fines yeah, no, he's good, that's the but... rest of the episode Cody if we're talking about who's in the next Wes Anderson movie although I will say Tom Hanks is in it yeah, I know that one. Good fit. Um, do you know so, who else is? Do we want to talk about this fucking no. movie? <laughs> I, I would like to, because we've never been able to talk about a Wes Anderson movie on this podcast before, other than the one I didn't pick. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I don't usually guide the conversation. What, what, do we want to, what do we want to discuss? I don't know. I don't really have much. Chad, do you think that uh, this movie is an inspiration for Paddington? Yes or no? Kind of. They came out like the same the pri- year. You dumb piece of. I shit. mean, I think specifically two. the Paddington Two prison sequence because of the prison. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's this movie odd. was front of mind when I was watching Paddington Two. The uniforms are similar. The whole like aesthetic of the prison and like, yeah. The whole I like think someone Wes goes Anderson to prison as a is so nice. He immediately has a position of power. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like he can like find kindness and even like the scary Scarface dude, and he's great. I love when he's like he's such a like smooth talker to everybody he encounters. Like he's talking up the like slop of porridge, whatever it is. Like, what is it called? But he's just like suit yourselves if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> he's so funny in this movie. He calls everybody he, darling. He's so charming. He, yeah. he says that he like beat up the first person he saw, and he's like, "Oh, you should see him now." No, I'm just going. He's a wonderful fellow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that he's like. Good. Yeah, gosh. I am looking at the cast of Asteroid City, and it seems like the only new additions to the Wes Anderson cast are Margot and Tom. Everybody else, I think, has been in shit before. Well, half cool. of the people in Hollywood have been in Wes Anderson movies at this point. I know. Has Scarlett? Because she's in this movie. Scarlett Johansson was in Isle of Dogs. She played a dog. That's right. That's where Brian Cranston also is from, and he's in this one. Oh, I didn't yeah. know he was in it. Cool. Those are from um, Bad. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, also in Asteroid City, which reminds me that he is in Grand Budapest Hotel. I yes. like him in this movie a lot. He's so he, good. He's one of the standout like sporting characters to me. Yeah. yeah like fantastic. looking at all the like 
stacks of like like the changes in the will and love will drama i love and will drama when the family like throws this cat out the window and he's i don't like you that just, did you throw my cat out the window i, I love I, how just obnoxiously evil that family is though like they're yeah, all i don't like up. how wes anderson has to kill an animal in every movie <laughs> it's God, so does obnoxious. he do it every time yes. i think he might I he does he i don't know why he thinks it's very funny and i do not do they kill the snake in no, they don't kill the snake in Darjeeling Limited. The the Sikh just ends up keeping it. They uh, kill the, another animal in that movie because I remember talking a small about child it. dies. Uh, Weird that's scene. True. That's true. Um, Good scene though. Good scene. Makes them all like just brings their father's death back to front of mind. I'm going to talk about that movie on this podcast because uh, I couldn't talk about it previously. It's um, such a good scene. Yeah, but um, yeah, I love Will drama. That mm-hmm. also leads me to Adrian Brody, who I don't like in this movie. I like him. Yeah, this he, movie. He's I don't know that he's I, not like stand out, but he's he does the job, you know. I don't know that I often like Adrian Brody. I, think I like Adrian, I love him in the village. I love him in the village. <laughs> My favorite performance of his is in the Darjeeling Limited. I think yeah, he's he's pretty good in that. They yeah, they man. use they use a gay slur in this and it comes from him and he says it multiple times and i'm not really sure what to make the payoff of that joke is very funny he says you are but you're a bisexual right right like that is is very funny but is is it worth it i don't know the culture around that that word word. in 2014 was still was still like i know you should use that word but it wasn't quite to the degree it is now yes yeah yeah. I just I think you can still do that joke like call him a dandy or something which is still like derogatory but it's not as like these are deeply evil people too I know I know I know, uh, I know. Willem Dafoe I know. throws a cat out a window it's it's joke. it's not but, but yeah I don't know yeah I, that, that that it just really like made me be like oh uh, yeah yeah it's it, like it, whenever it, I, I had the same reaction for sure it's like whenever yeah. I hear the r word like in a 2022 movie i'm just like whoa okay still like and often it is used to like highlight kind of bad people but it's right. still always just like throws me i'm like oh yeah. hello yeah it's a, it's such an interesting like i don't know if it's that interesting but it is like a conversation worth having of like the the what do you do like in a movie like mid 90s which i thought was an okay movie it's fine People use the R word all the time in the right. mid '90s. So if you're gonna like make a movie about kids of that time, it would be yeah. I mean, this is it the, would be a genuine depiction of those kids. Right. This is I mean, the Django the Unchained kind of debate. Yeah, um, yeah. Which I guess is a, just a debate as old as time, and well, as old as we've stopped using those words. Yeah. So <laughs> right. recent, a recent debate. <laughs> so. Um, the, uh, the... I like Harvey Keitel. That's my favorite. Uh, he's minor he's pretty good. good. He's, he's fun. I like good. how he's just like flexing his muscles as he's talking. Yeah, just never wearing a I shirt. Mean, Even when they're digging the tunnel, he doesn't have a shirt on. Like having him in wardrobe... a ball cap makes him look like a strong baby for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> wardrobe and Wes Anderson movies are always just perfect. Yes, uh, yeah. I love the cost. Whoever his costume people are or some of the best in the game this um, one feels like it's really about something in an interesting way like at yeah. its corners 
which I really like because sometimes like Wes Anderson movies, even the good ones are just like people are messy or like, you know, there's like, it's, it's very like insular. Like it's about a family or an individual. This one is kind of about like something happening in society, like Mm -hmm. on the edges, like. Mm -hmm. It's also about like legacy and like a fun way, but like. uh... It's about like how we're getting distracted by like nostalgia and how things were and missing the fascism right yeah. outside your door and like, that's why that's one of the reasons why i think the framing device is so useful is you've got like multiple timelines of like yearning for the glory days like yeah. like uh uh the concierge uh gustav he also is like he's living in zero's glory days of like that's when the civilized era was and he's still like talking to zero about like well we we're just pretending we're civilized like we're we're still yeah. yearning for some some bygone era yeah. it's just like yeah. there never was the era you know like, no it's always been messy that is yeah. also what midnight in paris is about yeah oh. a much yeah, worse movie of... yeah, yeah it is the worst movie <laughs> it's... uh made by a worse guy also starring Owen yeah. Wilson. Yeah. Wow. Wow. He was in this movie for a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Not he plays long. the new concierge when uh, Gustav is off, run away. Yeah. Roth is good in this movie. Like he's he's very. Good. Oh, he's great in this movie. I think this is him at his best. I mean, he's I very, uh... we've talked about him before. He's very good in like Schindler's List. He's so he's good in Schindler's incredible List. Incredible in Schindler's List. He's good in Harry Potter, obviously. Oh, like, he's obviously. Good in Harry Potter. Iconic villain. He's um, a good Alfred in Lego Batman. Yeah. He he's a good M <laughs> in James Bond. He's a yeah. really good M. He, he's a very good actor. He's like when the only thing. He's the only thing I liked about the new Kingsman movie. Um, yeah, I didn't even see that, but I'm sure it, he was great. In yeah, he's, he's good. Who is he in the new He's just a polite like, he's guy. The he's Colin Firth role. Yeah. Oh. But like in the past. Um, let's see. Oh, he's the dad. Okay. Okay. Oh, he's good in Kubo and the Two Strings. He's oh, good in Prince of Egypt. The voice of that. Okay. So he's in Hell Caesar. I don't really remember him in that, but I, I bet really he's great. I don't remember him in that I need to see more of his movies is what I'm kind of learning. He's an, I've never seen the Nanny McPhee movies. Should I like fix no, that? You don't okay. have to. I, why would you? Oh, he's in Red Dragon apparently. And he plays the killer in that movie. Interesting. And I heard he's very good in that. Yeah. I mean, good oh, actor. he's a, oh no, that's a different sunshine. I was like, wait, he's in sunshine, but no, that's, uh, that's Mark Strong who plays the crazy zealot. At the yes. end of Sunshine. Good movie. Um, oh, he's in the Avengers. That's <laughs> the wrong Avengers. That's the 90s Avengers. I know. That's oh, gotcha. oh, that's funny. He's great in Quiz Show. He's fucking I haven't really, seen Quiz really, Show. really good in Quiz Show. I haven't seen that. Quiz Show is Quiz so Show's very good. good. Yeah. I should uh, see he's, he's good in Strange Days. Yeah, he's a great oh, English patient. None of us remember, but oh. I'm sure he's good in that movie. Uh, I disagree. I don't think patient. anything was good in that movie. Um, so he's great. F. Murray Abraham, I think, is great. On Shoe, yeah, oh, yeah, we're not to that part. Yeah, yeah, Jude Law's great. Both, both of them in that era are great. Uh, but young Zero, he's one that's just kind of like, I don't know that he can take 
uh, Wes Anderson's direction as well as others. I don't know. I thought that he was really like, good, though. You don't like Tony Revolori in this? Not really I in this movie. Really I don't know. Oh. It's, I don't know. He's fine. I think he's great. I feel like I like the older Zero better. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, it's F. Murray Abraham. Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> But like, no, I, I like Tony. Tony. Yeah. He's he's like fine. It just he feels like he's just doing the stilted thing without as much like panaz. He, yeah. And like maybe that's part of it because he like he really looks up to uh Gustav and he really wants to be that. So he's like kind of yeah. putting he's pretending he's drawing on the mustache. Yes. There's, there's something there. Yeah. It's just I would I, he's in Asteroid City, so I wonder what he's okay. like eight years. Yeah. Yeah. Now that he's been under a real director like John Watts. <laughs> right. Yeah. A Returning real director who is not hack. a pretend director. <laughs> right. Um, he he has been working with M Knight though, and M Knight's daughter on Servant, because he's in Oh, that. I need to see Servant. I need to watch Servant. Servant's so good and is an yeah. example of like weird dialogue and nobody talks like that, but they're like putting well, so is in old. It. Yeah. Old was very much no. that, but I bought into old. M. Night is always like that, yeah. is the thing. And yeah. Servant very much is the same where you're like, why are these people acting like this? But it's so compelling. And yeah, yeah he, he's he's really good and charming. He's not in a ton of it, but he's uh-huh. he's in every season and has parts. Yeah. Rupert Grant always walks in with a bad American accent and he's like, oh, fantastic. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like he just cusses a yeah. lot and then like leaves. <laughs> like it's fun. Good show. Young young Sersha Ronan also in this. Yes. Young Well, Saoirse. is it young Sersha? Because Sersha has I mean, been around an, for a She long had time. an Oscar nomination at the point, but she was <laughs> technically young. She's still young, though. Well, she was 20. That's not that young. That's okay. not that young. Not that yeah. young. Yeah. Saoirse Wait. Ronan was in this. She's great. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Um, doesn't have a ton to do. Sersha should always have more to do. Always. Sersha... I don't want to throw everybody an IP. So that's not what I mean by this. But Sersha should have a franchise. It could be new IP. I don't care. I mean, where's the Mary Queen of Scots sequel? That's the, that's what hey. you're trying to say, right? Yeah, basically. But like put her in. I mean, she was in Hannah. But where's Little Men, the sequel to Little Women? That is a book. That is a sequel. Mm. Yeah. It's about their kids or some shit, right? Um, um I didn't read it. I don't fucking know how to read. Um Chad, anything else you want to say about Ground Budapest before we get to our games? Uh, we can get to the games. Things will still come up, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, we'll get to plenty of actors we have not even touched on. Yeah. So we doing alumni first? What do you want to do first? Alumni? Let's do alumni first. Okay. All right. I'm going to crack my knuckles here because there's a lot to get through. There Wes are. Anderson. So Wes Anderson, wow. right off the bat, yes. Yes. Going back to our very first episode, Jeff Goldblum, Jurassic Park. Hell Yeah. Going back to our very first miniseries. Oh, by the way, this is the second movie he's been in. Jeff? Yeah. He kind of went away for a while and then came yeah. back. That was just surprising. I had to add him to the spreadsheet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he had only been in Jurassic Park, yeah. Going back Sorry, go to ahead. our very first miniseries, 1993, uh, Ray Fiennes and Schindler's List. Or was that 94? That was 93, yeah. Forrest Gump's night. Also English Patient. The original. Also, yeah, what else? Uh, English uh, Patient and uh, there's another one that we've talked about one. on the show. We haven't uh, talked about Harry Potter. Is no, he a voice haven't. in Fantastic Mr. Fox? No. Okay. Let me see. I had his character's name pulled up. Keep that one in mind, though, Cody, because that one's going to come up. I'm oh, sure. Yeah, no kidding. 
Uh, uh, he played contractor team leader. In what? An Oscar winner. <laughs> Just tell what? me what it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know. The Hurt Locker. Okay, oh, cool. fuck. He is good in Hurt Locker. He's right at the beginning, and he legitimately is him. like... No, is no, he no. the guy that dies at the very beginning? No, that's Guy Pierce. But he's in it later. He's the guy who's kind of oh, oh, oh. He's the British people they run into. He's the oh, leader yes. of the British. Oh shoot! Yeah, he is yeah. in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he okay. is good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's good in that movie. All right, so we got Rafe. Good. We got Rafe. We got Wes. We got Jeff. Um, we got Owen Wilson from the Darjeeling Limited. Uh, we we got and Fox and Fox. We got Bill Murray also from Fox and Darjeeling Limited. We got is there Theodore a non-Wes? Yeah, is there a non-West bill that we've done no. or no? Okay. Oh, did you say uh, Rushmore? Yeah. As yeah. well. Yeah. So I'm, we've. I'm adding in the West Andersons you want to listing because cool. They're yeah. implied here. We've got the dude with alopecia from Darjeeling Limited. I don't know his name, but he's also in this movie briefly. Where in this movie is he? He like plays some random dude behind a desk for like half a second. Is it there Fitch are... or Stevens? No. Um, I think it starts with a W. Fisher Stevens was not in any other movies. Okay. Uh, oh, I, I know you're talking about Wallace uh, Walidarski, and I did not list him, but he has okay, been in a lot yeah, of movies. No. Okay. Yeah. Or no. a lot of okay. West Anderson no. movies, not a lot of movies. Yeah. And then there's the guy with the turban, the Sikh, who's one of the cross key guys. He was also in Darjeeling Limited. Uh, yes, but I also I did not list him. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I just know him from West Anderson movies. Yeah. So I don't know him apart from that. Okay. Real ones. We're missing Adrian Brody is in Darjeeling Limited. Darjeeling Unlimited. And Mr. Fox. And Mr. Mr. Fox. Is that uh, it? Oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no, 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 no. Is that it for Adrian Brody? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Willem Dafoe, also Mr. Fox. Uh, mm-hmm. There are two There are two non West movies. movies. That Willem's in? Mm-hmm. One's in English. About- or- well, I was saying what's an Oscar winner, but I said okay. English picture. The other is English an animated picture. movie. Uh, oh, Finding oh, Nemo. Oh, is he Finding Nemo? Yeah, he's Finding the yeah. Gil. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there's another huge Anderson collaborator you have not listed. Okay. Uh, I mean, we, we're going through it pretty quick. We got to name movies too. Okay, so there's another huge... Oh, Jason Schwartzman from Rushmore. Yeah. And what Darcy what non-West have we talked about with him? Jason? Is he in like? Oh, he was, in, oh he was in Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Pilgrim. That's cool. the only one. Okay. So we also have Sersha Jude has Law. Been in anything? Sersha has not been in anything. Okay. Jude Law he has means. though. He's been. Jude, we didn't talk about. No Sherlock Holmes. We didn't talk about not AI, Sherlock. even though we probably should have. Not AI. Yeah. That's a good movie. I know it was something. Jude Law. It's two somethings. What were these Oscars or were these our picks? One of them was a picky, and one of them was just a movie that we all are always like, Why did we cover this movie? Uh, is he in fucking Alan Smithy? No, that would be no, funny. it's even weirder that we covered it. There was a rule that made us cover that one. This one was just kind of a decision. A Pearl Harbor, no, uh, both of these were decisions, but one of these was like actually in the year it was supposed to be in. Oh, what, right, 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 right. He's in Captain Marvel. He's he in Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, I always yeah. forget that we do that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, what What else was he in? What was the Oscar? Uh, Anna Karenina. It wasn't an Oscar one. It was a picky. Oh, Anna Karenina. Oh, oh yeah. The movie that made him look ugly somehow. Yeah. Right. All right. We're still missing 
F Murray Abraham inside yes. Lewin Davis. Yes. Good yes. job. Um, four. <laughs> okay. Okay. We can do it. We can do it. Leah Sadu. We have not talked about a movie she's on. We have. Yes, we have. Is what that the, the Bond fuck? girl? Yes. She. Oh, fuck. No idea. What was she in? No idea. Hold on. Oh wait. Um. No. Mm. It was. I think it was her big breakout. We did not talk about blue as the warmest color. No, she's so not in. She's perfect. not in Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, right? It was actually before Blue is the Warmest Color. This movie was. Where she's else? Not, through, she's not a Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. We talked about a lot. Is she's she, not the Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Is, okay. she, is she? What other movie is in France? Um, it is in France. She's in the French Les dispatch. Miss? Is she in Les Mis? She speaks French in this movie. She speaks French in this movie. This is, this is a heavily subtitled movie. It's a heavily subtitled movie. What the fuck is this? I think one of you two picked this movie. Probably Chad. subtitled movie. In France. That feels like Chad. In France. I don't think I picked a French movie for this podcast. It's not a French movie. It's a movie set in France. Okay. About World War II. But it's not like... Oh, right, because it's World War II. About World, World War, War II? II? About World War II. They're killing Nazis in this movie. Oh, and Glorious oh, Bastards. Oh. Glorious Bastards. Right. Right? She is. she is in that movie. She's, oh, who does yeah. she play? She's the girl. She's the one that, like, yes. the Nazi is in love with. Yeah, she's the yes. main girl. Right. Yeah. Well, no, because there's oh, uh, no, 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 Diane no, no, no. Kruger. I'm, but, yes. I'm thinking of Melanie Laurent. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think she was her. She's no, Leah Sadu, oh, I believe, Sidhu is, is a... the when they kill one the of the sisters. Family, she's one she's of the sisters. Daughter. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Okay. 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 All right. Two more. Oh, Christ. Okay. Um, Who the fuck else is in this movie? Okay. There's someone that has been in four movies we've talked about. One okay. by God. each of you. He's Are in we... maybe a minute of this movie, but he's in maybe a minute of this movie. voice a lot. Wait, I do you? I don't, I forget who narrates most of this movie. Uh, Jude Law narrates most. Okay, of then no. Oh, Tom Wilkinson oh, is he's in Batman Begins, and but and he's also in the true. No, not the Truman Show. He's in the Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and Shakespeare huh? in Love. Right. Oh, and for Cape Check, he plays William Stryker in one of them. No, so. he doesn't. No, he doesn't. That's Brian. He's in one he of the X Men, right? He is in Batman yeah. Begins, so I'll give that to you. Okay, yeah. we'll get the Cape Check later. X Men? No, that's Brian Cox. We still have. We still have okay, like four people play striker, so I yeah, but the I rest know... of them are young. Oh yeah. They were also in the year two thousand, which is like twenty years ago. So uh, yeah, William Stryker was so. was the, the oldest and played the oldest. Uh, okay. Okay. There's okay. two more. Two more. Wait, two, two more. You more? said two more last time when well, we were more last time. He did say two more. Oh. Okay. Oh, Tilda okay. Swinton is Tilda Swinton. sneakily Ooh. in this movie. She is. She's in a lot of And she's makeup. in Avengers Infinity War. Thank God I remembered that. She's not in Avengers Infinity War, she's but she not. is. She's in Endgame, but oh, which we did not talk no. about on this podcast. But she's in Fantastic Mr. Fox. Mm-mm. Something we talked about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. We did talk about Michael Clayton. I think it was my pick by a very Chad director pair. Cohen Brothers movie. Uh huh. Oh, Burn After Reading. Yes, she's very funny in Burn After Reading. There is also someone who's uncredited in Inglorious Bastards. It is credited in another movie we've talked about, and is in this movie. 
Huh? I mean, I have no idea. Yeah, that clue made it way more confusing. Okay. Well, I talked about this guy being in this movie earlier. Uh, <laughs> and his bald cat looks like a little baby. Oh, well, Harvey uh, Keitel is in Pulp Fiction. Yes. Cartel, and uncredited yeah. in Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. Cool. Can we do SNL check now? Yeah, and then we'll go back. <laughs> no, to that's going to take so long, too. This no, movie has. Well, Owen Wilson eight, just hosted. Eight, eight. SNL hosts owen, owen wilson. wilson just hosted bill murray was like on the show right oh yeah. okay now i'm counting owen wilson i didn't have him for some reason okay did you have bill murray though cast uh yes he's also hosted okay cool um very controversially adrian brody yes because he, he is, did rasta man he's banned from snl yes he was an asshole and then he he wanted to introduce the musical guest as no, rasta man he did put on dreadlocks to introduce no he the did musical yeah, yeah, guest. yeah 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 wow it's so weird all right who else um okay will willem dafoe hosted this year yeah he did tilda swinton has she hosted has not hmm. yeah there's Schwartz only man? one uh Schwartzman has not. I feel like we came to that before. There is uh one woman who is in this movie and has hosted. Sersha's done it, right? Sersha, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um Roth has not. Tom Wilkinson. Tony has no. not. Tom Wilkinson. But oh, Jeff not. Goldblum, I'm sure. Jeff has. Goldblum has. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. That makes sense. Um how many more? Uh three more. Wow. One of whom wow. I don't think we've spoken his name on this episode. Oh my God. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. He's me. like, is, seven is it cheating to pull up the IMDb? There's just so many people to like keep I mean, straight. Look, go for it. Okay. Um, I will not. Um, um, oh, God. I can't remember anyone else in this movie now. Both these people um, are very 90s. Well, two of these people are very 90s. Uh, Harvey Keitel, has he hosted? He has hosted. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. A, has to be a wild episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, okay, so... Oh, Edward more? Norton! Edward Norton has hosted. That's right. We yeah. forgot about Edward. He Hulk. also is the Incredible Hulk, if we want to jump into Are we done Chuck. with SNL? We have one more SNL. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, um, oh, I, I'll go ahead. It's Mr. Napkinhead. Oh, Jude It's Law. Jude Law. Jude Law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Shit. Mr. No. Napkinhead himself. Okay, superheroes. Edward Norton's in the Incredible Hulk. Willem uh, Dafoe's the Green Goblin. Yes. Yes. Give Mark time to mark him off. I got, I got you. We also have Tom Wilkinson already marked off. As Batman begins. Cool. Um, and Chad thinks Will, Willem Stryker, so maybe that's a Berenstain uh, type thing. No, no, I'm just wrong. <laughs> it's okay to just say, like, oh, I was wrong. Which uh, also makes Mandela it a Berenstain thing. <laughs> um, yeah, also a, a Berenstain thing. Um, F. Murray Abraham is Conchu in Moon Knight. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, he is. Also, uh, Ray Fiennes is Voldemort. Voldemort. And Jude and Law. Alfred. And, and Alfred. Alfred. And Jude yeah. Law is Dumbledore and Valrog, I want to say. Uh, Captain Marvel villain. Yeah. yeah. Owen Wilson is Cars. I have Owen Wilson here because he's in an upcoming uh, movie. About- well, he's in oh, well, he's in Loki. He's in Loki. Oh, yeah. I have him as Secret Headquarters, a movie that's coming up. What the fuck is that? Tell me what that is. Right Good now. question. 
Uh, Tell me what secret headquarters is right now. Is it a secret Falcone? headquarters? Is it a Falcone joint? Sounds like a Falcone joint. The plot follows uh, Owen Wilson, Michael Pena, Jesse Williams. Plot follows a child who begins to suspect her father might be a superhero after discovering a secret headquarters in his basement. Theatrically released by Paramount in 2020. Uh, directed no, by. It wasn't. It wasn't. Oh, no, no, in August uh, 2022. August 2022. Okay. Directed by. Paranormal Activity 3 and 4 directors, Henry Juice and oh, Ariel Schumann. Those are, those are oh, good ones. Paranormal fuck. Activity 3 is a great one. They're good okay. directors. Real quick, real quick. Oh, also quick. written by Christopher Lo- Yost Cody. I'm okay. That movie's going to slap. Yeah, uh, it is. Fucking Jeff Goldblum is the Grandmaster in Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Uh-huh. Fucking uh, Tony. Revelory. Yeah, Revelory is Flash. Yeah. You're missing. You guys are still missing one. One. Sersha's Hannah, who is a. Hannah doesn't count. No capes in that movie. I just watched her. How also, obscure no sequels, is so this not a, one? It, she is a villain in an MCU oh, movie. <laughs> she's not a villain. Tilda Swinton is the ancient one. Who was the villain in that movie? That was uh, yeah, that, that was, was Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Okay, good call. <laughs> yeah. And then Dormammu, just like a CG creation, was the other villain. Um, That's it as far as I can tell. Cool. Let me think for a second. Lisa nope. was in Bond, oh, but we don't oh, count oh, Bond. Oh. Yeah, debatable. Bill Murray. I went back and checked. We don't count Dean Norcrap. What Bill is Murray. Bill Murray in? Ant-Man don't say 3. Ghostbusters. Ant-Man 3. Is he confirmed? Yes. That's fun. <laughs> um, Leah Sudu surely has been a, in a superhero thing, but maybe not. Maybe uh, she does like the French dub of Catwoman or something. Because you know how people like do that shit all the time. Maybe. Um, Catwoman? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like Anna Hathaway's Catwoman. Who <laughs> came out when she was like 17? No! And like Anna Hathaway's Catwoman is what oh, I was okay. Or Zoe like, Kravitz Catwoman. Zoe Kravitz Catwoman. Okay. I watched that movie again today when I was working. Oh, wow, man. It's oh, the fourth man. time I've watched The Batman. There. Do you guys remember... I didn't watch the sketch, but there was an... I think it might have been when Schwartzman hosted... But there was that sketch that was like Wes Anderson X Men. Yeah, no, the the Wes Anderson horror movie was the one they did. Oh, the, there I, is a there is a YouTube there, video of what what if Wes Anderson yeah, did X Men. Yeah, I've never watched either one of those things, but be good. The of- Wes Anderson horror film is a funny bit. Yeah, it's like the coterie of Midnight Intruders or something. It's funny. Good lord. Uh there's moments where this feels like a horror film, like when Willem yeah. Dafoe like is chasing her. When uh, he's chasing anybody, he chases uh Gold Bloom and then he gets his four fingers cut off. That's yeah, fun. that's funny. I liked that. There's so much. I think this is his funniest movie. I was cracking up way more than I have, I think, on previous viewings. I don't know why it just tickled me so much. There's a joke structure where a character will start to say something poetic and then they'll get cut off or like it gets undercut by something. And this it makes me laugh every single time in this movie. It happens a lot. You're both looking at your screens. We yeah, all, we're to... all looking at our phones. We well, can't even host phones. a podcast anymore. Is Adrian Brody not in a superhero Oh, thing? fuck. He is in a horror franchise. But that's not a cape check. It's not, no. but I want to see if Cody can remember what it is. Okay, I'm I've stopped looking at his. So he's in a horror franchise. Oh, uh, that's like an action thriller franchise. An action thriller franchise that Adrian Brody is in. King Kong. 
He is in King Kong. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. It, is he in like a wick? No. Uh, is this what it is? Why are we he was it? in the third in the franchise that was like 10 years after the original or 15 years after the original. He's a Predator 3. Yeah, it's he's in it's called Predator. Yeah. Predators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the fucking um Shane Black. Right? No, Shane Black is the other one. This one is Shane Robert Black is Rodriguez. the first one. No, Shane Black is also the latest one. Shane Black directed the latest oh, one. Oh, this isn't the latest one? one. No. No, the Adrian Brody is the Robert Rodriguez one. And then the latest one has like Keegan Michael Key and shit in it. Oh, and then okay. there's the one coming out this year that's actually gonna be good that is like set in indigenous times. Uh, okay. Ro- Robert Rodriguez produced it. He did not direct it. It was directed by the director of no movies I've heard about heard of. <laughs> Great. Um Adrian Brody. Oh, Servant. He's directed some episodes of Servant and okay. Stranger Things. Um just so we keep bringing up this movie, you know, Adrian Brody's next movie. Uh, is it Asteroid City? I don't, I don't know. Blonde, he's playing oh, yeah. Arthur Miller. Mm. Yeah, someone else had it. Blonde is a movie coming up as well. I already closed their page. Um, Bobby Cannavale plays the uh, Joe DiMaggio role. I don't know. Fun. God, Blonde. Give me a trailer for Blonde. Immediately. Cody will well, need folks, the day off of work. Folks, I think I'm Oh, wait, no, vote. shit. I, I, have, oh. I have stuff that I'm supposed to say. Um, This made $172.9 million on a $25 million budget. That's, that's a hit. That's pretty good. That's a hit. Uh, I forgot to look at what it made on Letterboxd. Uh, probably oh, probably like 4.9. <laughs> probably like a five point yeah you're just like asking the demographic (laughs) for this movie um it is 4.2 jesus christ that pissed me off why i was fine with this movie before but it getting that because that's the highest i think we've ever had a movie be that can't be true they don't often get very high is wild but i guarantee you titanic is higher I guarantee you it is not. There is a lot of Titanic haters. They're dumb. Okay, 3.8. Yeah, it's not even a four. Pisses me uh, off. Okay, 4.2 is like low fours. We've definitely talked about things in the no, mid fours. Because it's because it's um averaged, there's there's not mm. anything. Chad, like Dark Knight isn't that high. Um this is, this one, is higher than Gone Girl. 157 on the letterbox two up two fifty. Yeah, yeah. The Dark Knight is four point four. What are you talking about? Okay, well, so that one's higher, but yeah. that's before I was well, checking. Mark, here's what what's is, wild. What is the number one? What is what is the like everything everywhere all the time? I'm pretty sure. Jesus Christ! Will you look at that one and see what it? Yeah, I'll pull it up. Score is so we know like what the high end is. Hold on, I'm trying to figure out how to look at this everything list. Four everything 6. everywhere is 4.6 yeah okay so that's the highest it goes so 4.2 is pretty fucking high uh fight club is 4.3 just that's a just a fun fact i'm looking at what's above this that makes me a little mad yeah come on man i mean Don't you have to remember that this is not like i know the, not, oh I yeah know. this isn't conclusive pretty conclusive it's also funny comparing this and oh so children like of name Children of Men is above this. Okay. It's also okay. 4.2 and Eternal Sunshine and Fargo. But it is all movies. practically tied with this. 
Right. I think those are all chat picks. Nah. Oh, Children of Men was definitely Barg- that was an me. Oscar. Or no, that wasn't Oscars. That, it was me. Or, it was you. Uh, okay. Spirited Away so, is above this. Spirited yeah, Away is 4.5. Yeah, Dark Knight is 4.4. Um, Schindler's List. I'm just going through this. I'll tell you what's about it. It is, uh, it is Lord funny of the to, Rings. Attention of the King. There will be blood. The, the letterbox rankings compared to like the IMDb list. Yes. The Batman uh, is also 4.2. Yeah. Anyway, I love uh, the uh, Lord of the Rings Fellowship before Sunrise, uh, Two Towers, all of Lord of the Rings. God, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I'm just scrolling through this and uh, before Sunset, all which we didn't talk about, I guess. We didn't talk about it. Man, that Ignorious is my favorite the trilogy, too. Yeah. Good. It's Seven and No Country. That's all the ones we talked about from this list, which is a lot of movies we talked about. It's a, lot of movies. a lot of movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this movie was nominated for Oscars, Best Picture, which it lost to Birdman, Best mm-hmm. Director, which it lost to Birdman, Best Original Screenplay, uh, I don't remember what it lost to, Best Original Screenplay, it lost to Birdman, fuck. Yeah, um, that, that's, that Birdman swept. Best Cinematography, it lost to. To Birdman. To Birdman. Yeah, because um, they did the freaking one Best. Film. Ooh, impressive. With, meanwhile, this is like the most beautiful movie I've ever fucking seen. We will. We'll Bad get a whole question. episode about that, Chad. We'll talk about Birdman. At <laughs> like, I like Birdman. I do like yeah. it. But best like, film. You editing, did a wonder. You did best, a wonder. Best film editing. It lost to Whiplash. Um, President was the freaking Birdman. Well, well they didn't no have editing. to edit that movie. Yeah, there was. Uh, it's a. They actually water. did have to edit quite a bit. No, they didn't. I no, know no. it's it, hidden it was, editing. No, it was one shot. They didn't have to edit anything. You idiot, no, Cody. So it's a lot this. Of shots. So Oscar wins. This is the most the Oscars have ever recognized Wes Anderson was for this movie nominations, and that's the thing people sometimes forget when it comes Oscar times is they mm-hmm. often don't acknowledge Wes Anderson and this is kind of the one they did yeah it won for best costume design um beating out deservedly inherent vice into the woods Maleficent and Mr. Turner it won best makeup and hairstyling beating Foxcatcher and Guardians of the Galaxy that freaking Tilda Swinton wild nomination yeah um best original score it won for Desplot beating Desplot for the imitation game interstellar mr turner and the theory of everything good and, score interstellar though interstellar um, had a great score interstellar, you know, though, we'll all talk about interstellar yeah gonna go um best production design it won beating out imitation game into the woods good. fair mr turner yeah. fair and interstellar we're talking about production design yeah, I those mean, planets though. My man. yeah, Interstellar is a, a great production design, but like this movie, like is the production design I movie. Know. It, it is. just it is. you know it it I just know. is. It just um, is. It just is. It just but, is. Hey, but is it better than Gone Girl? Yes, Gone Girl's a very fun romp. It's uh, romp. It sounds dismissive. It's it's fun. It's it's pulpy, but it like brings a a, a better edge than you usually get with with pulpy movies uh ben affleck's never been better but this movie's dick's never been more out this dick's never well that on on film yeah on film yeah i'm assuming it's been more out than that i don't um, know in his personal life 
Um, I just think that this is a masterpiece. We've talked about it. It just it deserved all those noms and wins and more. It was it's a it's a fantastic film. I love it. But you guys like Iron Girl a lot. I like Iron Girl a lot. But I think Grand Budapest is a fun romp. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's fun. It's good. I liked it more this time than I did last time. But uh, Gone Girl is just 100% my shit through and through. And that's it for me, baby. I'm uh, I'm also going to vote Gone Girl chat. I'm sorry. Don't hate Mm. me. Don't murder me. I don't hate you. I won't murder you. <laughs> has has Wes ever made it out of his own movie? Let me look. I th- think not. Maybe Fantastic Mr. Fox. Rushman, Rushmore beat Truman. Okay. I stand by that. I don't. I'm surprised but, by that, but I, I'll stand by it. Well, I don't love the Truman show. And That's I really what it was. Rushmore. You picked Rushmore and Mark didn't like Truman. That's how that I was. also yeah. like Rushmore. It's probably... It's a great movie. Might be above this and why uh, Wes Anderson movies. Yeah, I like Wes Anderson when is, his plot is is more contained. I guess. Yeah, I think I like Darjeeling more than this one marginally. Like I, I said when we did my Darjeeling, that's my favorite movie by him. But like, I still think this is his best. This is when his did Fantastic Mr. Fox come out? Oh wait. Yep, it Dead never made air. it out. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like, um, listen, because Wally dominated all of 2008. It's a then, good movie, that's Wally. Good. That's a good movie. And then No Country was the the winner of that year, I believe. No, no, we, no, that's the year before. Wall. Oh, yeah, no, Wally is the winner of 2008. 2007 was No Country. Oh, okay. Um, but then No Country when beat did Darjeeling come out. Yes. Yes. When that would have been before Fantastic Mr. Fox, I think 07. Right. So that one got bodied by sunshine, is what it looks like. Hmm. I stand by that. Um all right. So yeah, sorry, Wes. Hey. Um you're my cup of tea, but Cody doesn't like you very much and and Mark likes Venture more. Yeah. Sorry. He I listens to the podcast. I don't. I don't hate him as much as I used to find. And I never hated him. I just found him a little annoying. But I, I really think I stand by, I kind of think I've gotten all there is to get out of Wes Anderson until I hear like people who are a mm-hmm. little like me about Wes Anderson, if they like go gaga over his next movie, then that will convince here's, me. Here's but what you- I, I hope is happening in his career right now. I'm hoping, and I haven't seen The Hateful Eight, but I'm hoping that the French Dispatch is his hateful eight. His sort of like, oh, God, we've okay. we've seen it before, and you know yeah. it's good, but it's like we've seen all right. of these tricks before. So that his next movie will be his Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and we're all just like excited about Wes again. Man, That's what maybe. I want for his career. <laughs> but I'm mixed on that movie too. So you don't like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Not as much as you do. I think, man, I love it. It's it's easily my favorite of uh, Tarantino's movies. I just fucking love that movie. No, there's no swords. That's in a, it's a very good movie. There's, there's a flamethrower in it. There's a flamethrower. Yeah, but not a sword. There is yeah, kung fu fighting. Like it's a, a little bit. Yeah, those kicks are fast as lightning. And in a scene that I do not really like. But okay, so um, hey, tell people where they can find you and. Uh, 
a movie or other visual medium. Yeah, there's not a lot of movies coming out after <laughs> this episode. I will start. Out. I'm excited. You can find me at Wellington Mark on all social medias. Uh, I am excited about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Cool. All right, you can find guys. me. You can find me at Chad A. Oliver on Instagram and Litterbox. I might be back on Twitter one day but not now. You can listen to my other podcast, Lord of the Rings Sentence, and you can follow that show at LOTR Sentence. It's just a normal podcast where I talk about the Lord of the Rings. Maybe, and, there's, Maybe there's not. Uh, I might like fuck around and upload my episode on time this week. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, come on. Um, and then what I'm looking forward to watching, there's not a lot of movies coming out after this episode, so I will talk about my favorite show of all time that's returning for its final season, Better Call Saul. The first two episodes will have been out by the time this episode comes out, and the third episode comes out tonight. So set your DVRs to record episode three, or wait until the next day and watch it on AMC Plus. Or maybe I think it goes live. I believe on AMC Plus it goes live. Hell yeah! Uh, You can stream it whenever. So I'm hoping that's the case because it's on right now, and if I can't watch it tonight, I'm going to be sad. You'll get over it. Uh, I'll get over it, but I will be sad. I can be you, sad, even if it's something I'll get over. You can follow me at Cody Lunsford underscore on Twitter and Instagram at Cody Lunsford on Letterboxd. What I am excited about is also TV. We have Under the Banner of Heaven, Shining Girls, We Own This City, which are all like... I don't know of, what any of those are. Under the Banner of Heaven is a movie uh, or is a TV show with Andrew Garfield winning Emmys this year for a crime that was done within the church of the Latter-day Saints. Um, oh, that trailer looked good. Looks Who's so it? good. It's directed by someone or other. It's, it's written directed by, by someone. Yeah. And it's written by Dustin Lance Black. Oh, and it's based that. on a book by John Krakauer. Yep. Uh, Shining Girls is an Elizabeth Moss Apple TV plus show where she's solving murders. I mean, that's cool. all I need from Lizzie. We Own This City is the next show from the guy who did The Wire, talking about how there's uh, corruption uh, in the police force starring John Berthanol. Yes, please, give that to me. <laughs> like, come on. And then Flight Attendant Season 2 starts. Uh, yeah! Uh, soon, so. Wait, when does it start? Uh, this April week, right? 28th? Or something. Okay, so next week. Oh, I'm so excited. Season one was so good. I'm a little nervous because I know I'm afraid I it was like lightning in a bottle. It, I agree. I don't think the second season's probably going to be good, but I will give it a chance. Kaylee Cuoco was fantastic in season one. She won something. Was it like a gold globe or something for season one? I don't know, my man. Oh, but she won something for her performance because she was fantastic. Barry also supposedly comes back soon, but I don't watch that show. Yeah, Atlanta I'm really looking is forward to on right now. Apparently, most people are mixed about this season of Atlanta. I it's been like any four years yet. since the last season. Yeah, I think people I just know. like maybe get their hopes up. I don't know. I think people I are also a little burnout on Donald Glover. Yes, which I hmm. could understand. What I have I, heard is they like wrote him. the show during pandemic, and it's talking about a lot of things that were going on in 2020 like mm. as larger themes and now it's coming out 2022 you know that's yeah. what i've heard but who knows um that's it this is the end of this bullshit um hey mark what's the best movie of 2013 it's gone girl 14. until the next episode uh chad what's the best ep- uh, movie of 2014 the, ne- I don't even the best movie of 2014 is gone girl 
Cody, what's the best movie of 2014? 2014. Yeah. Right. The best movie I corrected of 20... you. You didn't hear me. <laughs> yeah, sorry. The best movie of 2014 is Gone Girl. Thanks, everybody, for listening. You're welcome. And may I offer any of you inmates a plate of mush? Next episode on Best Pictures, we're going to space and figuring out what the fourth dimension is. That's right. We're it's doing love. Interstellar. It's it, love. It, hey, it might be love. It's love. It might. It depends on who you ask. It, it is love. It might be love. Uh, it's on Paramount Plus. And FX Now. That might be cool.com. You never know. <laughs>